I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Ireland's Birth Stories, a podcast created for women to share their experiences with pregnancy and birth. My name is Cora Gernon and I've created this space to enable women to share their experiences from start to finish without feeling shy about the detail. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so through Patreon. I have attached the link on the website. So if you just visit the website, irelandsbirthstories.ie, you can then find the Patreon link there. Thank you to those that have. In this week's episode, I chat to Georgina and she talks me through her one pregnancy and the birth of her little girl, Rua. So Georgina had a really strong support system around her. So she had lots of women that helped her prepare right down to preparing her labour and delivery bags. So that was something that I actually found difficult to fathom how many bags do I bring in what do I put in each bag so she had um, a relative who was a midwife who helped her prepare there and also after baby arrived so I think um, that's something that a lot of us probably don't focus on first time around is postpartum life we prepare for pregnancy uh, labor somewhat and then um, we forget about those postpartum days so we had a really nice chat and there's lots of laughter in there as well I would really appreciate if you could take a moment to rate subscribe follow the podcast on whatever platform you listen to it just really helps the podcast um, get more exposure thank you again and enjoy Georgina, you're very welcome to the Ireland's Birth Stories podcast. If you wanted to start by giving us a little introduction to you and your family. Yeah, so my name is Georgina Cooney. I live in Whitegate, County Cork. Um, married to my husband, David, for two years, but we're together, we're together 10. Um, so um, I'm, I'm a waitress up in Cork City and first baby. Um, Rua, so she was born 30th of September 2019. So, yeah, um, all's good, yeah, coping with life. <laughs> yeah. So, let's talk about your pregnancy. How, how did that come about? So, did you plan on conceiving? We, yeah, we kind of, we talked about it and um, we said we'd give it a go and literally first go I'd say oh great <laughs> oh my god yeah so it was that, like it went from talking about it to thinking it'd take a while to get pregnant and not at all it was like miss my period I, and my my periods would be pretty spot on and yeah I did we went and got a pregnancy test and did it and we we're like oh my god aren't you pregnant uh. 
I was like, oh my God, I don't know, am I ready? <laughs> but I don't know, are you ever ready, do you know? But um, yeah, so that was, that was February and went to, to the doctor. Everything was good. Um, I had a very good pregnancy. Um, didn't have, I had a small bit of morning sickness, um, but that kind of went away. I had kind of burning boobs, all right, for a while. Um, they were like, they'd be on fire. Like, I don't know, is that just because they were growing or I don't know. But um, no, I had a great pregnancy. I like, worked all the way up until August. So I was waitressing like, so um, then after, uh, at August, I had to give it up like, cause I was just kind of bashing into people's tables and stuff that, you know, I was kind of getting awkward yeah. with it. Cause you know, it's a busy restaurant as well. Like, and I just found I was kind of dizzy one day. I don't know, did I eat? You know, I I missed I missed lunch or something and felt dizzy. And, you know, it was like, OK, it's time now to knock the work on the head, you know. So I finished work in the end of August. Um, so I had, I had a nice, I was, my due date was the 5th of October. OK. Um, so, uh so I was grand. I had a couple of weeks then, you know, I thought I'd have another two weeks, you know, the way everyone says on your first baby, you'll go two weeks afterwards. Yeah. So like I had that in my brain, like, you know, I was like, Jesus, I have six weeks here now, like, woohoo, do you know, I have loads of time <laughs> to meet yeah. people, get my hair done, <laughs> do you know, all this. And uh, Rua had another, she had different ideas. She came a week early. So okay. she came on, I was 39 weeks. Um, yeah. Went so out. tell us, just bring us back. We'll yeah. just go, talk about your pregnancy. Did you do any yeah. antenatal classes in preparation apart from the ones that um, the hospital offer? No, I just did the, I just did the ones that the hospital offer. And did you find that they helped you prepare? Uh, yeah, well, I definitely wanted to do them because like my husband came with me as well. And I just said, you know, we may as well do it. Because we don't know what, you know, you don't know what you're going and, you know, you, there's like preparation, you're having a kid, like, do you know what I mean? It's a massive, massive thing, you know, so, um, yeah, my husband came with me and we did the breastfeeding one as well, uh, C-U-H, and I thought they were very good and the, the girls doing them were excellent and like they went through, like, if you had an emergency c-section you know how many people would be in the room she got us up to kind of um to say like uh we were taking part in it you know so she was like it wouldn't be a surprise when there's 15 people inside in the room which uh, which was nice to know you know as well just for your own self like and um what else oh yeah no i did pilates as well i did a bit of pilates and I did a six weeks course for that and I found it really good as well. And yeah, no, I got some good ideas from the antenatal thing, you know, like the ball, getting the ball, and, you know, yeah. they were good. Yeah, I thought they were good. Now. And so did, did that bring light to any preferences in terms of your labour and birth? Did you then think what oh, you want? To I was do just like, like, I was kind of open to anything really, you know, Um, my 
we have a close family friend and she's a midwife in CUMH. So she was brilliant. Like, um, like she, I had no clue about the hospital bag and I was getting kind of freaked out about it because, I don't know, it took me ages to pack it, you know, and, and then I was like, do I have the right stuff in here? And uh, she she met me then one day in my mum's house and went through it and kind of, you know, reassured me or whatever. And she said, just have it ready in your rent. Do you know, it'll be fine. So it was good because I was getting kind of freaked out by the whole hospital bag thing. That kind of freaked me out. I don't know why. There is actually, now you say it, there is a huge focus on it because I spoke to a few people. I was like, how many bags did you bring? And did you split this, that? Yeah. And then there's the Ziploc bags with each outfit and a nappy and a hat. And you just get, it can blow your mind oh, if, it's your, if it's your first. Like, yeah. I don't know what size the baby's going to be. You know, like, and then you're like, sure, everything can be bought. It's going to be fine, you know. And yeah, but yeah, I found the hospital bag all right. It took me a while to get it done. Um. But she was very good and she went through, she told me about the birthing pool. They have a birthing pool in the UMH. So she was like, you know, if I'm working, I'll try and go to you, you know. So I was like, Jesus, that'd be brilliant. You know, if just by chance she was working. And yeah, so it was good. So she kind of told me about the birthing pool. And I kind of, I was set on going to the hospital anyway to have baby just cause first baby and everything you know yeah just go to where the people are and they know what they're doing and the setting is right or whatever but yeah no I was wasn't too bad do you know I was I was kind of thinking a lot about the giving birth like the whole labor thing I just thought oh yeah you know it was all about the the labor and how I was going to get through that <laughs> So. Yeah, no, I think a lot of us fall into that. We don't think about the postpartum days and it can be no. shocking afterwards. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So. so talk to us then about the weeks leading up to um, going into labour. Did you feel anything, any indications? Oh, I did. Like, sure, I, as I said, I thought I was going to go two weeks over. So I thought I had loads of time, you know. I felt fine. I was grand. I didn't have any swollen ankles. I was walking, like when I finished work, I walked every day, kind of got out for about okay. half an hour every day, like, because like my, like the waitressing was physical. So I was kind of used to, you know, going burning off a bit of energy or whatever. Um, but yeah, I used to bring dog for a walk. And on the, the lead up to uh, when I was, I'd been to the hospital for a checkup on week 39 or whatever and that was on the Thursday I went up and they said everything was fine and the baby was in position you know good or whatever yeah the head was down so that was good and then that Friday I um ended up going for this massive walk like I used to only go do a half an hour um every day or whatever but this Friday anyway I walked I'd say two hours like with the dog <laughs> which was unusual it just happened I just walk and, and I was walking just walking enjoying walking. it yeah and then it was that evening then around half six my husband plays soccer on Fridays so he was gone away playing soccer and I was at home by myself like and I went to the toilet and 
spotted like I'd spotting on on my on on the tissue or whatever. So yeah. I had my books, of course, like you know the mm-hmm. what to expect. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is normal. You know, I haven't. This is different. So went to the book. Spot you know, spotting is a sign of labor, like you're starting. And I was just like, oh shit! I was like, what? I was like, this can't be right. I was like, this is a week early. I was like, another three weeks. <laughs> I was really happy. Like I was happy out. Do you know, I wasn't. I wasn't um, rushing to get the baby out. I kind of, I didn't mind the bump and stuff. It was grand. <laughs> but yeah, I got some shock. I was like, I actually ended up ringing my the maternity wife, or I text her like. And I was like, she's there. Yeah, that's that's the sign, you know, you're, you've started like, and I was like, oh, my God. So husband, he didn't come back till eight o'clock or whatever, and came in the door and I was like, I've got spotting. He's like, what? <laughs> you know, he was like, what, what are you on about? And I was like, I think I started labor. He's like, oh, Jesus. Do you know the way he taught him was probably like, OK, I should be having a baby now in six hours or something, you know? Yeah. So he wasn't ready either. He was just like, Jesus, you're like a, a week early, you know, from the due date as well. Like, but um, yeah, so we had the hospital bag done anyway. So we were grand. And <laughs> so, you far away from the hospital? Um, we're about a half an hour. Half an hour. Uh, about that. Yeah. Um, but the the midwife, my that that girl she told me like she's like stay at home as long as you can like she said because you'll only be traipsing around the hospital otherwise and so that was that was the best advice I got and she told me as well to she gave me a TENS machine um for the for the contractions and and that was a lifesaver for me as well like I couldn't I'd say I couldn't have done done it without the tens machine you know it really really helped me get through the the contractions when when they started like I had it on even in the labor (laughs) okay I was gonna ask so you put it on at home you started at home did you put it on at home I didn't put it on until so that was the Friday night was the spotting and I was grand I went to bed uh that was I went to bed that night and slept fine um okay good slept fine but that was the last sleep I had then like uh that night because I got up that Saturday then um I was fine I was grand you know I didn't I was just like okay this is all right I had a bit of a twinge here and there but nothing mad um so got to about half six again then on the Saturday evening I, I even went for a walk I think and everything on that Saturday just like a 20 minute walk I think and about half six then again it was like literally 24 hours later went mm-hmm. to the toilet and looked down the tissue there was like mucus plug I was like oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like I, was there. I literally went down showed it to my husband I was like oh my god what's this I was like so yeah mucus plug thing went then so then I knew I was properly proper in labor or whatever and carried on as normal. Our next door neighbors were, um, they were leaving to go back to Australia. So they, um, 
they were having drinks next door, you know, to say goodbye. They were actually leaving on the Sunday. So they had planned, you know, for us to come in and just have a few nibbles or whatever. So I was like, should we better go in, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up going in. It was all our, my neighbours, like, and they're lovely. They're like, I live in an estate, like, so um, I was in there and I couldn't sit down. Like, I had to stand up and I couldn't sit, like. So I was standing up at the table, like doing all these circles and all the women there had children, you know, they're all have a couple of children. They're like, George, you're in labor. Like, and I was like, am I? I was like, I think I am. Yeah. I was like, yeah. They're like, this is hilarious, you know. So I we stayed. <laughs> at least so you were distracted, I suppose. That was it. I was distracted. Um, it was great because like I was in there from about seven to about 10. And right. Yeah, like I couldn't sit down the whole time I was in there. Like I was doing hip circles and just drinking. I had water or whatever. And they were just kind of telling me their birth stories then. I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, not now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is happening. You know, you're like, Jesus, this is happening. But that was fun. Did you feel excited or uh, how yeah. did you feel? Yeah, yeah. No, I did. Yeah, yeah. Like I was there going, God, this is actually happening. You know, it's happening now. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no turning back. <laughs> this is happening. And that was fine. We came in. We said goodnight to them all. And they're like, oh, let us know in the morning. You know, if you're, you know, you could be gone up tonight or so kind of say goodbye to her then because she was going back to Australia the next day. Um, so that was grand. Great excitement. Came in. And sure, I was still couldn't sit down like so. It was kind of getting the, it was getting kind of, I could feel it now, you know, and I put on the TENS machine. That's when I, just was about 10 o'clock that night and I put on the TENS machine and that gave me good relief. I was able to sit down then because like when I kind of got the contractions, I just umped up the the thing. Um so yeah, that was grand. My husband then went to bed. Uh, I stayed up because I tried to go to bed and sure I couldn't lie down in the bed then because the contractions. Oh, I didn't totally didn't think of the whole contraction thing either. Like I didn't think they'd be that that they'd go on for that long or whatever. But yeah. I just kind of took it as a as it was happening. Do you know? And were you timing them at this stage? I wasn't. No, I actually wasn't. Not. Um, <laughs> I didn't think about it, I'd say. I ended up watching Titanic came on. So that gave me three hours of entertainment. I just zoned out and watched Titanic and tried to go to bed again. It was about half one. My husband was asleep now. Like, he was happy out. And the dog was up with me. My dog was with me for the whole night. She had no... Oh, lovely. No, she no sleep. She knew I'd She knew what was going on. She did, yeah. yeah. She probably yeah. knew. She was following me around the place all night. Like, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I ended up then traipsing. Uh, I was all over the house, like, everywhere. Kind of got steadily stronger, you know. And I... Yeah, so I didn't get a wink of sleep, like... I, I ended up going to the bat and everything. My husband got up around four o'clock because he knew he could hear me walking around the place. But yeah, I was like uh, all over the house, throwing myself off 
everything walls like just pushing the walls and oh it's getting really intense then. just try to get yeah yeah walls like and I had the tins machine as well like but I yeah so it got to about eight o'clock in the morning and I said I'll, I'll get on to the midwife um so I texted her I was like because she knew anyway that I was um that I'd started so she had told me to text whenever like she's there get on to me now if you have any questions or whatever and yeah I was like okay I was David's my husband I was like get on to Elaine there and just tell her what's going on so she was like try and hold off as long as you can and until the pain is really unbearable you know like bad or whatever and like I was t- I took some Panadol or something I'd say that morning and yeah got to about 10 o'clock and I was like okay we have to go like I was like I can't I need to we need to go you were over 12 hours <laughs> you know, at that stage weren't you you were 12 yeah 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 so like I don't know does it start from when you get that spotting thing I don't know but yeah it was bad like from half six it started kind of properly from half six I'd say that Saturday night um so yeah no sleep at all anyway so uh we headed off anyway up to the CUMH and we were in the we'd rang them and told them we were coming so that was grand and we got to the waiting room and there's a few people in there and sure I couldn't sit down at all like I was pacing around the place and I was kind of I'd I'd go out. I was kind of embarrassed to think because I had to throw myself off the wall again, you know, to get through the contractions. Yeah. <laughs> so I was literally in the hall between the waiting area and where you go in to into the actual room or whatever. And a nurse spotted me like and she was like, Are you okay? And I was like, No, I said, I'm not great. <laughs> she was like come on she was like I'll bring you in so she brought me in like and uh they checked me or whatever and they actually gave me what's that drug I got I was like they were like do you want so I was like yeah please I was like I, I wouldn't mind something the pethidine is and it? yeah the pethidine yeah 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 so got nothing off that nothing nothing and I thought I thought I'd get some relief you know I was like oh yeah it's great now I'll get a bit of relief from this and sure. Nah. So that was around, that was 10 o'clock in the morning on the Sunday. So then they admitted me up and uh, my husband was with me for the whole lot of it. And we went upstairs, I'd say we were up there around 11 or 12. And I just, I was on the ball for, I was just walking around and on the ball. I got into, they put me into a room with you know other women or whatever but I was grand I was okay then and yeah it's kind of a blur actually I don't know what happened between like 12 o'clock the day until half six that night because I didn't I didn't go down to the to the delivery room until about half six but I was very lucky because um Elaine the midwife she was working she ended up okay yeah it was mad because she actually, um, she just, someone needed a swap. So she swapped and then it ended up, she was working. So she was on till eight o'clock that night. So I had her, I had her during the day 
um, she called up to me in the in the room and she was like, just get on the ball. And, you know, she was kind of reassuring me and stuff mm. that day. So it was nice. And yeah, I don't know if I ate anything like like I don't think I don't know that I have any food. From like that Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I can't remember eating on the Sunday. So, yeah, I didn't. We didn't go down to the delivery thing until about half six that evening. Um, so that was fine. Went down. Um, it was pretty, pretty fucking strong contractions now at this stage. Like, so I kind of. I was just going for it every time I got, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, you know, that kind of way. I was like, anytime I got a contraction, I was just like pushing, do you know, I was like, Rrr. do you know, because I thought. You felt like you needed to push. Yeah, because I thought if I do that, sure, it'll be over, do you know, it'll, it'll be over sooner or whatever if I, if I try harder. <laughs> so like, yeah, it was gas so I ended up down in the delivery suite and my husband was there as well and Elaine the midwife she was with me so she was like you know she was really good she was calm like and she was like do you have any do you have a playlist or anything you want me to put on because she's like we'll be here for a while so I was like cool I have my I had a wedding playlist from our wedding oh, yeah. two years ago and like everything is on it everything like there's Irish Irish dancing, there's rock, there's dance, there's there's anything on it. You know, it's like a real mm-hmm. random mix. So we put that on, and there's about nine hundred songs in it. So <laughs> so to definitely get me through the labour, like it was yeah, about ten hours playtime. So that was grand. We were happy out, and then they asked me, did I want to um, did I want to they asked about the epidural. So I said, look, I am going to, I'll try and do without it. But I said, I'd like the option of having it. So um, they put in the. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What is it? The cashier cart, you know, the cashier. Yeah. So the other nurse, there was another midwife with her, and she put it in wrong. So it was like it was sore, like, and I have a pretty good pain threshold. Like I kind of know that from, you know, growing up or whatever. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's kind of sore, like you know, and she was she had put it in wrong, <laughs> so. She'd take it out because she'd take it out and then put it into the other arm. So this this arm then, you know, was sore like, so that was grand. So they put it into my other arm and I just had it there just in case. I was like, I want the option of having it. Uh, but I said I'd try my best to, you know, do my best mm. or whatever. So that was fine. So it was about... Yeah, Elaine left in at eight o'clock. She had to go. She her shift was over, so she got her one of her good mates was coming on at eight o'clock. So she's like, "I've got Olga's going to look after you. She's brilliant. Sound, you know. She's like, she look after you now. Like you'll be fine." So Elaine went off. She went home and met Olga. Lovely, absolutely lovely midwife. Um, herself and David, my husband, got on really well as well. Because uh, oh, like in the throes yeah. of it, David was like my gym instructor. He was like, "Breed," and like we we didn't we didn't <laughs> practice this at all. Like you know, like I knew he'd be there for the part or whatever, but like he just took on a role. Like it just naturally happened. Like he was like, "In out, in out." <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> it was literally like a fucking workout. Like I was, I had the gas and air. And I had the gas and air. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Uh, couldn't stop talking. Absolutely. Like I was, I couldn't stop talking, like uh, telling stories. And I just, I think it was just the excitement of the whole thing. Yes. And, and I don't know, just the surrealness of the whole situation. I, and, and the gas and air. Uh, I just, I and just the started blabbering. <laughs> talking about uh nights out that we had and my friend uh on about my friend's pregnancy and she told me about him. like they, they were laughing at me like they were in stitches and uh, Olga my husband were like this is hilarious like she's actually like I, I actually couldn't stop talking like and uh in in between the contractions then I ended up at one stage I was kind of on my knees on the bed so I was kind of, you know, holding on to the the headboard. That's Texas. I yeah. ripped the headboard out of the thing. <laughs> I ripped it off the wall at one stage, like contractions. Like you can actually take them out, out but like I actually <laughs> lifted it out. Like they were like, Jesus Christ. I was like, 
wild. <laughs> no one's going to offer to hold your hand. <laughs> no, it was wild, no. wild. That's all I could uh, um, describe it like. It's kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, a tribal or something. You just become a, yeah, yeah. a warrior yeah. woman or something. It's just like, ah, you know, <laughs> hard to describe it. But that was grand. <laughs> so it was kind of, it was like the contractions were, they were pretty intense now, like from nearly whatever, eight o'clock on. Uh, so then they were like, do you want to go into the, do you want to go into the birthing pool? And I was actually delighted, like, because I was there, yeah, I just want to get out of here. Do you know, I'd like to change the scene mm. from the room. Um, but in the meantime, I had the TENS machine on as well. And uh, the, the the plug came out of two of them and my husband shoved them in, but the TENS machine was still on. So when he shoved them in, I got an awful shock. <laughs> I, ended up jumping, I ended up jumping off the bed uh, upwards, like, because the TENS machine was still on, like, so it actually shocked me, like, and I went, just jumped up off the bed, like, and then he did it again, like, oh, my God. I was like, what are you trying to do? So much energy. Oh my God. It, was, it was mental, <laughs> mental. Like, it was so, it was animated. Like, it felt animated. Like, um, so, yeah, warning to anyone who has the TENS machine <laughs> on. Yeah. yeah. Plug it in when it's on because it'll shock you. So I was surprised the baby didn't come out of me then <laughs> when that happened <laughs> But yeah, so it was good. Like, I think I was kind of steadily getting there. Um, so they were happy with my progress, you know. So we ended up going over to the to the pool, uh, birthing pool. And it was lovely. Jesus, gorgeous. Like, they just kind of helped me over. It was gas. Like, I was there going, okay. Uh, hopped into the pool, had to take off the TENS machine then. But it was lovely because I had all the everything was off me like it was just me in the pool like I'd no nothing on me then and it mm. was actually lovely uh I didn't mind it like I was I was in there I think I was in there for about three hours I'd say uh in the pool um I was yeah. in there till about 11 o'clock I'd say 11 or half 11 and yeah I was just plugging away and like Olga, the midwife, was lovely. She was so reassuring and my husband was brilliant. Like he he was kind of faint at this stage. Like it was hilarious. He um, had no food kind of all day as well. And uh, they ended up getting him tea and toast <laughs> when I was in the food. Bit of sustenance for him. <laughs> because I was, uh, I was blowing all, like he was right in front of me and... I was blowing all the gas and air back at him. So like he, okay. you know, he was getting disorientated then like, so they had to. Well, you do forget because we just go into a different mode when we're in labor and we can manage without food yeah. for two days. They yeah. just can't. No, so like he nearly fainted. So we, we sorted, they, the midwife sorted him out. Then like they sat him down. Like he said he was going to get sick. Like he thought he was going to get sick. Oh, yeah, because the I was blowing all the 
Gasnier at him then like so yeah. <laughs> and sure I was just away with the fairies like I was just Whoa. I'd say I used about three bottles of the gas and air I'd say I, they were <laughs> like I was just like yeah this is mighty mighty stuff and so that was fine it was about they took me out then I think I was kind of starting to push then and uh I kept thinking I was after pooing then inside in the in the pool I was like, oh, my God, I'm after pooing. And they were like, you're not like, you're not after pooing. I was like, I'm after pooing. <laughs> they, were, they were like, don't worry about it. It's the least of your worries, you know. Uh, so they took me out and then I was lying down on the mat and I kind of didn't like it. I was on my back and I was flat and I was like, no, nah, this isn't. I need to um, I need to sit up like I was like, I need to sit up. I need to kind of hang on to the the headboard again kind mm. of job so they ended up bringing me back over so back into the suite that I was in and I'd say that was around 12 o'clock midnight and I was getting really tired now at this stage like I was I was kind of mm. I was like oh I can't I'm I can't I can't finish this like um so they they I think they gave me fluids they gave me fluids um because like I was getting weak, you know, because I had no food or whatever. They were they pumped in a bit of fluid into me, and yeah, I was kind of starting to give up. Then I was like, oh, I can't do this. And um, I even told my husband, I was like, you're you can finish it off. <laughs> I was like, you, you know, I was like, oh, you finished. Like I can't. And he was like, you can't. I was like, I can't. And I was like, oh, I was like, I was really tired now at this stage and then they um they ended up putting me into stirrups so I had I had stirrups then and yeah Jesus I was I actually knocked them over as well like (laughs) I was they were like pull your legs back you know and I all I wanted to do was push out and I ended up pushing out and I knocked over the whole thing I was like sorry (laughs) Jesus (laughs) But you have very little control yeah. over your legs because I, when I was in the hospital with yeah. Oliver, Sean told me afterwards that I was kicking the wife yeah. on my right hand side, and I didn't. I had no control over my leg whatsoever. Yeah. That was me now as well. Like I actually kicked over the thing, and they were like, "Okay, Georgie, the like the the head midwife came in, and the one the manager. So I, she kind of became to me then, you know, the good cop, bad cop. Like I had Olga, yeah. who's good cop, and. The manager one was like, Georgina, listen to me now. You need to pull your legs back. So I was like, do you know, it was like a principal or someone giving out to you. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was grand. And I was trying. And then they were like, look, I think we, we'll we have to give you a piece of me. Piece of me. So I was like, whatever. I was like, do it. Yeah, grand. And I'd say it was about 45 minutes of real hard pushing. And okay. they gave me the episiotomy, and then they said, Rua, then, oh, yeah, kind of before that, I'd say it was only about an hour before I asked for the epidural. Like, I was like, give me the epidural. And they were like, oh. they were like, you're doing really well, George. And I could see them looking at um, David, my husband, kind of going, you know, it's too late. Like, I was there going, oh, no. You know, I was like, oh, no. But I was too far gone like I was nearly there but yeah yes right I wanted the epidural then but they didn't they didn't give it to me 
And uh, then it was, was it eight minutes past one? She was born. So she actually came out with her hand, with her, okay. hand, her hand up to her cheek. So that's kind of why I had to get the episiotomy because she came out that way. So yeah. um, that was for like, and then she was born and I was like, oh my God, I have a daughter. Like we didn't find out either. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we left it a surprise. So yeah, it was lovely. It was a mad moment. You know, you're just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm a mother now, like I have a daughter, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mind blowing. And then you're like, okay, I feel okay. Do you know? It's like, oh my God, it's over. It's like, you did it. That was wild, wild, mad. <laughs> I was like, no one tells you about this. <laughs> no one tells you about this. Do you know the. No, they don't. No. No, but should they, but I know in a way you can't really because everyone everyone's labor is different and you know everyone's labor is different so you couldn't say one like what happened me will happen someone else because they're all different so yeah it was lovely so yeah I had her and she was perfect lovely healthy she was pink pinky um funny because they actually you know when they weigh when they weigh her so she was three three oh seven so she was nice little size, like she wasn't massive because like that was kind of one of my fears as well, because I was a 10 pounder when I was born okay. and my husband was like a nine pounder. So I was like, I'm going to have a big baby. Like, do you know, that was back when I actually found out I was pregnant. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm going to have a huge baby. So she was actually not she was lovely size like. Uh, but when they were when they were weighing her. She caught on to, you know, it's kind of the silver basin or whatever. So, like, she was literally only just uh, just out of me. And they put her on waiter and she clung on to the, the little basin thing. She's like her mother. <laughs> she's like you. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's a little warrior herself. No, I was in stitches. They were like, look at this one. They were like, she's just like lifting up the thing. Uh, and <laughs> oh. laughing like it was death and yeah sure I think when she was born the song that was playing was like um Chemical Brothers Go oh brilliant so, like, ah. that really really helped um <laughs> helped yeah. with getting her out so but it was funny as well like the the main midwife was like when she came in before she came in that time she was like is someone having a baby in here or is it a disco or what the hell is happening? Yeah. <laughs> making playlist. It sounds brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, no, so it was actually a really good, you know, birthing experience. Like it was wild, but it was, it, it turned out well, like, and she was good. And um, they were lovely, actually. They got the tea and toast and then they had to... Um, you know the placenta they'd get that out mm. and then they, I, I had to get stitched up um that wasn't too bad like they numbed me or whatever so I was in there for about two hours I'd say afterwards I was we were we were hanging out there for ages like yeah, <laughs> and then I got to go upstairs and I was in a room and it was lovely there was only me it was a two room like I went public or whatever so two person room 
and there was only me there so it was lovely like when I got yeah. up there I just had the place to myself like and my husband came up so it was about five o'clock in the morning when we got up to the room and he went like he had to go home then so you know when you're just left there then with the baby you're like what the hell this, what this is nuts <laughs> and it was kind of nice because I had the room to myself so I didn't have to be really quiet or anything yeah. well, I kind of had time to adjust and kind of go wow that was wild um but yeah and I ended up staying in the hospital I had a great time there I actually really enjoyed it <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of like I think I'll stay here for a while so I stayed <laughs> for like I, I ended up staying four nights I think and I stayed like I could have went home after three nights um but I actually just I said you know what I'll actually just stay another night because yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. Do you know, just with the feeding and like straight away she went on to she breastfed off me like like literally she was born and came out and put her on, she latched on like no bother. Um yeah, she, brilliant. And yeah, no, it was great. And like I think in the hospital as well, like they helped you with the breastfeeding, you know, you could meet up and with the lactation person so I did like anything that they were giving I did do you know I was like I'll do whatever like do you know mm. this is all new um but like I was on diaphene I was on diaphene for the kind of stitches and stuff like so I didn't feel anything so it was grand I was happy out <laughs> yeah I was going to ask about your recovery so uh, you seem to have managed fairly well, Pretty well. Not too bad, like like I was on diaphine, so I had the epidemotomy. Um like I was fine, like I was up walking and all on the Monday morning, I'd say. I even do you know, I just walked down the corridor or something. Um yeah, no, I was fine. Um yeah, the first pudin and stuff, Jesus, they're kind of daunting, all right, in the first wee. It was fine. I just took it all really like whatever's happening is happening. Do you know? I kind of didn't overthink it too much. Um, but it was great. Like Rua was brilliant. She's no bother. She was pooping and do you know all normal stuff like so it's great. And so then when you got home, how did you feel? Were you were you just glad to be at home and get get cracking into this was life at home, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so Got home on the Thursday, had her on the, the mo- so this Monday morning, Monday morning I had her. So we came home then on the Thursday and yeah, it's kind of surreal then coming through the door with a baby, you know, so a few of the neighbours were kind of around us and, you know, we got a few, oh, you had the baby. Like they knew, they knew I was gone up anyway on that Sunday. But um, yeah, coming home was lovely it was lovely but it was kind of daunting as well I suppose because you're like okay I have this tiny person to look after now you know and there's no nurses or around or someone to take her there for an hour which you know they had those um night nurses in UH oh Jesus that was lovely like he was able to go to sleep but sure I was so you'd be so high in adrenaline like I was hyper like I could barely sleep one night and then sure while she was sleeping like I didn't go to sleep 
and she woke up and she was awake until six in the morning or something like feeding cluster feeding and I was just like I was bait <laughs> I you know I didn't I actually didn't go to sleep when she went to sleep I thought yeah I know that for next time you know go to like when the baby's asleep go to sleep because I was just so excited like I was there you know on to people you know chatting and and I was like oh my god yeah go to sleep like I knew hard learned the hard way I suppose but um no got on well when we got home um like I said we have a doggy as well like so we kind of um kind of introduced Rua to Ella and she was grand she was fine no bother yeah, just a little sniff and yeah, she was just like, who the hell is this uh, person? But yeah, no, they're fine. They're grand. They got on fine. We didn't do any special training or anything with the dog. It was just like, yeah, this is Rua. Now she'd be living here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, was what else could you do? <laughs> now. You're knocked off your throne. But yeah, no, it was good. Uh, yeah, Jeannie, so yeah, just into life then with baby like the breastfeeding went very well uh I had no problems no problems with breastfeeding uh thank god I got those angel cups from my my sister-in-law she's excellent she gave me everything like a hacker um breast pad things uh she gave me all the all the paraphernalia stuff for breastfeeding um so that went fine it was good you know, you'd have the engorging as well. Like I didn't really know about that either until it happened. And but you kind of just worked through it as well. Like I remember waking up one night and my boob was massive, and I had to go down to the sink and just squirt, squirt my boobs like into the sink because they're freaking massive. Um. So yeah, it's all it's all learning as well. Like isn't it? Like Oh, it is, yeah. Every day is a, every day is a learning curve. Uh, but yeah, she's, what age is she now? She's 15 months, so I'm not doing too bad. Um, I w- Are you still feeding? No, I, my, my supply went about six, uh, she got to about six months and I found my supply just went. It just, out of kind of nowhere. Uh, we were giving her an odd bottle, like with, of breast milk or whatever, we were giving her an odd bottle here and there just so she'd be used to the bottle. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of happened naturally, like kind of my, I don't know, it just kind of went. And then I, I started her on formula then um, for, yeah, after six months, like so. And how did you feel about that? Were you OK with that? I was happy. Yeah, no, I was happy. At least I was happy that, I, you know, she got six months of it. She's she was like no fear of her like she's tumper there's (laughs) so she's fine you know and I didn't mind and it was actually kind of nice as well that uh David could give her a bottle and stuff and it just didn't have to be me all the time you know um I found that kind of nice and he did as well like because he got to spend you know he was able to get to feed her and kind of cuddle her a bit as well like um but yeah, no, the breastfeeding was great. I didn't mind it and kind of just happened naturally the way it came off it. Um, I was kind of stressed all right with the weaning. 
the kind of, you know, uh, the starting the food, starting solids. Like I was kind of apprehensive about that. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, Jesus, how do we do this? Like, so I kind of had it built up in my head kind of more so, you know, I was like, I was a bit stressed about it instead of kind of enjoying it, you know. So I was like, oh, batch cooking and all this. I was like, oh, my God, I have to get my head around this. Because <laughs> I didn't mind it. the breastfeeding was grand because you just throw her on the boob and woohoo, she's grand. But uh, yeah, sure. Do you know, you'd have the worry, like I'd be worried, you know, you'd be worrying, is she getting enough nutrients and is she getting enough of this and that? And like my mom, my mom would be like, George, look at the size of her. Like she's grand. Do you know what I mean? She's not, yeah. she's fine. Like she's not lacking in anything. <laughs> Do you know, you'd just be stressing yourself out. But I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a lot better now. I'm a lot better now. Like, I'm getting used to it. Do you know, just, yeah, she's fine. Like, she's not going to starve. <laughs> Do you know, you'll be feeding her the right things. And it's like, yeah, she's fine. Probably better than you're feeding yourself. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. That's it. I was like, yeah, she's fed better. So, no, she's great. She's mighty. Georgina, thank you. That was lovely to chat to you. So, no, that was lovely. It was great. Thanks, Cora. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to share your story, you're more than welcome to. You can get in touch via Instagram at Ireland's Birth Stories or you can reach out over the website, irelandsbirthstories.ie. I look forward to bringing you another episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.